Kia ora and welcome to the Have to Travel Show. I am your host Helen Browns from Cruise Planners and today it gives me great delight to bring back to us Jackie Day from this time she's coming representing Seabourn and Seabourn is a luxury yacht that is just absolutely, well actually now they've got four now, so we've got four of these beautiful yachts that are just absolutely stunning and Jackie is going to be telling us about this luxury product and the amazing experiences that you'll be able to have on board. So Jackie, welcome and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on the show with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, now, the other day we talked about Holland America. Today we step it up from Holland. Now, Holland America is a great product, awesome product, but today we're stepping it up and we're going smaller on the ship size and more luxurious. So give us a quick introduction to Seabourn and um, what they're all about. Wonderful. I would absolutely love to do that. Seaborn is a really unique, um, it, we're a unique cruise line in the luxury market. We are at the absolute top of the luxury market. We are the newest, uh, most consistent uh, fleet in the, in the luxury market. We have the smallest ships in the luxury market. The three ships that we currently have sailing, the Seaborn Sojourn, the Seaborn Odyssey, and the Seaborn uh, Quest, all carry a maximum of 458 passengers. So it really almost feels like you're on a private yacht. That's how small and um, very cozy it is. Our brand new ship called the Seaborn Encore, which I know we're going to talk about a little bit later, just just debuted literally in the, in the last week. And um, that ship is a slightly larger with 600 passengers. But we actually really um, we made the layout and the design of the ship almost identical to our current existing fleet. We really just added one extra deck of balcony suites. And what's special about Seaborn is it's all suites. There are no inside staterooms on a Seaborn cruise. Ninety percent. Yeah, no, it's great. Ninety percent of these suites do have um, a, a nice, good-sized veranda. On the Encore, a hundred percent of them do have a private veranda. And there are several different categories of suites. So we have our veranda suites, our signature suites, and um, you know, diff- different sizes for different people. And what you know, depending on what your budget is and what your needs are, we really have something for everyone. What um, what what is really unique about Seaborn and makes it special is that having such small ships, we can get into ports of call on Seaborn that are not usually visited by larger cruise ships. So the size is a really interesting factor in that regard. And Seaborn makes a real point to, to put a lot of, of work and effort and, and research into creating unique itineraries that make the, the best use of the size of the ships. And so, for example, in Alaska, we're really excited that we're going to be going back to Alaska next year for the first time in a long, long time with Seaborn. And even though our sister company, Holland America Line, it does an incre- incredible job in Alaska, what these two products and what these two vacations will look like are completely different. Seaborn really wanted to bring a fresh perspective to Alaska and do it in a way that's different than any other cruise line. And part of that is calling on these smaller ports of call in Alaska that a big cruise ship can't get into. We really feel like the benefit of that will be that um, instead of going to Juneau and you know getting off a beautiful, small, you know, intimate luxury ship and then walking in downtown Juneau with 6,000 other cruise line passengers, they can go off the beaten path and kind of see more unique, truly authentic Alaskan towns and cities that have just as much to offer but won't be overrun by tourists. So that's really one of the, the benefits of Seaborn. But, but really the onboard experience and, and the, uh, the options that you have on board Seaborn are unlike any other. It is completely all-inclusive. And the only thing that your guests would have to pay for on a Seaborn cruise is shore excursions. And I'll tell you why. There are other luxury cruise, cruise lines that include shore excursions, uh, as you probably well know, Helen. But the reason mm-hmm. why we don't, and there were times in our, in our company's history where we tried that. And we found with our passengers, they are very exclusive and oftentimes like uh, like private uh, private tours and things to be set up very custom for them. So we found it was easier just to do it that way and give the people what they want. And it's been very, very successful successful for us. But um, some of the, just to give you a few examples, I was lucky enough to sail on Seaborn last December uh, for a work trip, and I had an absolutely incredible time. And the niceties and the unique things that, that you find on Seaborn that were un- unlike any other cruise I've been on is that when I first got into my stateroom, our um, our stewardess uh, was 
a was a woman, and she was incredibly nice. She was from England, and so she had a, a lovely accent. She was really friendly and kind, and she greeted us there. And she she said, you know, you have your your in suite bar. We can stock it with whatever you'd like, and so we could have up to five bottles. So if there was a certain kind of wine you wanted, or a certain alcohol. Um, she, you know, would set it up with the mixers, and every day she would check that. She asked me what kind of fruit I like to keep in the fruit basket in my stateroom. And I was like, oh, she's like, do you want, you know, spe- you know, specifically apples or, you know, whatever's fresh that day? And I said, oh, mix it up, whatever is fine. And then she came in to me with two different things that I've never had on any cruise. The first one was was a pillow selection. And I thought, wow, that's, you know, yeah, so she, yeah, she had three different types of pillows and she was like, you know, try it, rest with it. I can leave them here for a while and you can, you know, try them all. So I picked one and it was, it was wonderful, but you could tell a lot of thought went into the purchasing of these pillows to make sure that we had a good variety and, and something for everyone and really high quality pillows. Then she came in with a beautiful soap tray. And the soaps were, there was like three or four different soaps. And I'll tell you, trying to pick a soap just by looking at it is really difficult because it was kind of like a stab in the dark. I was like, uh, this one looks good. Well, wouldn't you know, I, I picked what they called, it was a loofah, L-O-O-F-A-H, a loofah soap. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was made by a company called Baudelaire. And I know this because I loved this soap so much, I've been ordering it by the case since I got back. And I'm not kidding. Oh, I, I buy it. it. It's wonderful. And it's not even terribly expensive, but it's the best soap I've ever used in my life. I love it. And it just, it, it showed you, like, the, the, a lot of care and thought went into, when they were looking for soaps, they said, these are seaborne passengers. They appreciate the finer things in life. We want to give them the mm-hmm. best of the best. We want to give them a little bit of a variety. So it really, it, it spoke volumes to me about the type of service that they do. Um, and the, the type of experience they want to offer their guests on board. So it's funny. I have travel agent friends, and even my own fa- you know, family and friends, um, they get a little bar of soap for Christmas or for their birthday. I just love the soap. And so <laughs> that's just one perfect example of how great it is. Now, I have a, I have a couple of other examples that talk about the service because Seabourn, as beautiful as the ships are, and they really are like the feeling of a private yacht and as incredible as the service is um, and, and the quality of the food and everything, it's the service I think that really really set Seaborn apart. So I have two quick little anecdotes that I think, again, really paint mm-hmm. a great picture about what Seaborn is and what makes it so special. First off, when I got on board the ship, it was in Martinique in the Caribbean, and I was supposed to have a meeting with the hotel manager, and he stopped me. We met for a minute. He said, oh, Jackie, I'm so sorry. I have to postpone our meeting. I have something urgent. I have a, a special need for a guest, and I, I promised him I'd attend to it, so I apologize. Uh, can we meet in a couple hours? And I said, oh, absolutely. It was, it was fine. It was no problem. So when we met up again in a couple hours, I said, is everything okay? And he said, oh, absolutely. He said, I I have this really nice uh, passenger who had told his um, his waiter at dinner that he really likes a special brand of, um, what, what, like, Snapple. Is, is that what the drink is? It's okay. like a Snapple lemonade like iced tea. tea. Yep. Exactly. And there was a certain flavor that was his particular favorite, and we didn't have it on board. He said, so last night I was researching and calling all of the stores and all the vendors that we work with in Martinique to try to find a store that I could pick some up for him at. So he had to leave the ship, and he took a taxi to the other side of the island in Martinique, and he bought two cases of the Snapple just for this one passenger. And awesome. I, exactly. And I, and to him, that was very, very important. And I said, well, you did the right thing. It was awesome. And I said, well, what did the client think? Was he thrilled? And he said, well, when I brought it to him, first of all, he was shocked that I did that. And secondly, he said, oh, I wanted the raspberry, not the lemonade. And they all had a good laugh. Said, but of course, he was, yeah, he, he was very appreciative. And he said a good laugh came from it. And he said, I, I never expected you to, to get off the ship and go hunting this down for me. That was incredible service. So it was a win-win all the way around, even though the flavor was a little bit off, but it still made everyone happy. And it just it makes for a great story. Like if that doesn't paint the picture of, of how above and beyond the staff is at Seaborn to, to really do everything and anything we can for our guests, I think it's a good one. And then. More recently, um, we also had, and this is the news in the trades, the travel agent um, website, so you may have read mm-hmm. about it, but there was a couple that had gotten off a seaborne ship, and it was somewhere in the Mediterranean. I'm not sure where, but they had um, disembarked the ship, and as the, they were going on a shore excursion, and as the wife was getting off, her hand got caught on something, and somehow she lost her, her engagement ring, and it was a, a big no. diamond. It was a very valuable ring. And she was, of course, very, very shook up, but she kind of said, well, we have our plans for the day. It's gone. You know, it, it literally fell off and fell into the water. 
And the staff said, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. We'll see if there's anything we can do. And the woman had kind of just, you know, chalked it up to, well, it was my, you know, loss, and it's insured. She kept saying, well, it's insured. It'll be fine. But, she, of course, she was very disappointed. So she left, and she oh, went absolutely. on her shore excursion for the day. And um, as soon as the captain found out what had happened, he hired local scuba divers, and he said, stay as long as you want. I don't want you – I'm going to pay you by the hour until you find that ring. Find that ring. And sure enough, they found it. They found the ring. <gasps> that is and so cool. Exactly, exactly. So when the woman you know, came back from her shore excursion, the captain said he wanted to see her right away, and he said, I understand that you lost something. Um, as you were getting off the ship, and she said, "Oh yeah," she said, "You know, I tried not to let it ruin my day, but it was really, it was really heartbreaking. There's, you know, it's very sentimental to me." And he said, "Well, it's funny because we had, um, you know, we, we had, he, he kind of made a joke out of. It. He goes, well, we had some divers that were diving around the ship, and they, they asked me if, if this was, you know, could be one of our guests.' And, and he took out the ring, and she was beside <laughs> herself and just thrilled and tickled. And oh. so it was great press for us. It was a great happy ending story. And, um, you know, again, these are great examples of how there's no cruise in the world like Seaborn. There's just the staff and the crew. It's, it's truly their mission to go way above and beyond, almost clairvoyant." is what their goal is, to, to yep. anticipate your needs and your every desire before you even have a word, a chance to, to, to vo- verbalize it or vocalize it. So that those are some great that stories. Came across, that was one thing that came across when I, because I haven't been on Seaborne yet, um, but I've been doing the online training, and I love it when the cruise lines have the training that we can do just to get an idea on the theory behind everything and what's being offered and stuff. But the feeling that I got when I was doing the training was sort of like, wow, these guys really care about their client, about the guests on board. And they, um, you know, they're talking about you know, the stocking of the bar with your favorite drinks. I'm right. like, that's really cool. And then you're talking about the soap thing. I was reading about that um, when I was on Tuesday. I was reading about that on Tuesday. And I thought, that is so cool that they come with these bars. But then like you said, you're like looking at these bars of soap and going, well, which one do I pick? <laughs> with me it'll be like I'll be picking them up I'll be smelling them I'll be like you know does this have moisturizer in it what's it made of <laughs> and, and the funny I'm thing is I was laughing after the fact I was laughing saying I'm sure I would have loved all of them you know what I mean because they were all wonderful yeah. just slightly different they had different shapes and different looks and different scents but oh my gosh it was it was just wonderful <laughs> even even like this, the uh, the shampoos and everything just wonderful oh it was just it was it's just amazing how they set up the rooms and everything um, because the rooms just look absolutely gorgeous and so comfortable. Um, and I like the fact that they're all suites and the fact that you can go in there, you've got a place that you can relax if you want to get away from everybody, but then there's not that very many everybody's to get away from. Um, exactly. But still, when you've got 450 passengers on board a ship, you still want to have that quiet time away. Um, I'm one of those people that even though I'm outgoing, I am actually an introvert, so I like to go and have my little quiet time by myself to recharge my batteries, yes. even though I love being with people. Um, so people are like, oh, you're so outgoing. And, and Yeah, but people actually drain me, so I have to take my little time to go and just mellow out and just be me. And the, the suites are so well appointed and have, I mean, they just look comfortable. You just... And I'm like thinking, okay, I would have to force myself to leave the suite. But then I'm looking at the public spaces and going, okay, I would have no problem forcing myself to leave the suite. Oh, yeah. Because and, even and the you public know, spaces are amazing. It, you know, it's true. And, and the ships are they are beautiful. They're very contemporary. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, they have all, the, all the, the comforts that you could possibly want in a luxury vacation. But it's not stuffy. The atmosphere is very casual, very relaxed. And... You know, one of the things that, that's nice is that the, the suites are very comfortable and they're very, very spacious. Huge, huge walk-in closets. Um, they also have huge, spacious bathrooms with dual vanity, huge soaking tub with jacuzzi jets, and a huge walk-in shower stall. All oh, marble, all top-of-the-line finishes. They're beautiful. I wish we had more like pictures and details online of the bathrooms because it sounds silly, but they're gorgeous. They're absolutely beautiful. Um, but what's nice is that you know you you can easily go back there and not feel confined. You can be very comfortable and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And but if you want to leave the comfort of your suite and go to a, a public area, there are going to be some areas in the ship.
ship at different times of the day where there's a lot going on. There may be a lot of people, a lot of passengers, a lot of commotion, in, in a good way, of course. And the yep. nice thing is there's all, almost always other places in the ship that are kind of quiet. So if you want to cozy up on the absolutely. lounge or in some place and read a book and, and still have a little bit of privacy, you can absolutely do that too. So that's, you know, th- that's really nice. And even the most basic veranda suites that we have, which are our smallest suites, which are, you know, huge, they're 300 square oh. foot, they have a separate sitting area. So if you're, you know, if you're a couple or two people, two friends traveling together, and one person, let's say, wants to take a nap or go to bed early, you can, you know, close that partition of curtains, and there's still a, a very spacious living room and area where you mm-hmm. can have room service at any time. And there's a big TV that you can watch in there, and it's still, it's still very comfortable. It's almost like a completely separate living room, in addition to the bedroom portion of the suite. But it's, it's really comfortable and really laid out very, very nicely. Very spacious, very room. The private verandas are very spacious, and when you get room service on Seabourn, you know, if you want to just get, you know, a quick bite or a sandwich or something low-key, you can do that, but, you know, the nice thing about it being a true luxury cruise line is that if you call at midnight and say, you know, I'm really craving some caviar, can you send me a tray of caviar? They say, absolutely, would you like some champagne to go with that? And you say, oh, sure, I'd love some, (laughs) and they will bring in... A beautiful, beautiful, you know, room service thing, and they'll they'll do fresh linens if you want. They'll serve it to you on your balcony if you feel like it. If you're in a warm weather destination, you want to sit out there. If you want to do it in your little living room area, you can do that as well. So it's really, really nice. Um, You could have a full dinner like what we serve in the dining room in your stateroom, and they would come in and serve it course by course, white glove service. So you can do that if you want. Um, Most people actually just really enjoy, though, the dining area. And it's nice because our passengers are very unique mix of people. It's not a stuffy crowd. It's not a very formal crowd. It's not tuxedos. Now, some people will get, you know, the, the, these are people who are, you know, tend to be more affluent, so they will get a little more decked out. But it's not a formal type of crowd. And people are very friendly and outgoing is what I have found. I was afraid that it would be very formal and stuffy and people would be, you know, maybe snobby. And nothing could be further from the truth. Everyone was very, very friendly. If you wanted to sit down and make conversation with people sitting with you, certainly, you know, you could. It was comfortable. But um, you didn't feel like uh, there was constant chaos around you either. So it's a really nice and unique mixture. And I think that really adds to the experience as well. You must be a mind reader because you're sitting and you're talking about during the the, the snacks. Um, You're calling up midnight for your caviar and your champagne and stuff. And then I'm thinking, well, you've also got the the in-room dining that you can do and then you went I mean it's just like we're on the same and then we're talking about the white glove service and I'm like and then I'm like sitting here thinking now the next question I've got to ask is is how stuffy are they how formal are they and then you go into the casual thing and (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you we're in sync Helen I love it we're a good pair (laughs) now going back to the bathrooms because um I absolutely loved the bathroom the bathrooms just look absolutely incredible when i was doing the training course they have these gorgeous photos there they have little videos um where you can where you get to the 360 degree view of the bathrooms and all that but the thing that i absolutely loved and i am not a person to sit in a bathtub i am just one of those people i mean even in a whirlpool um hot tub thing i can't even stand there five minutes i overheat but my husband he loves to soak in the bath so when you're talking about these um spacious things like oh brad would love that and then oh, I remembered that you guys do the pure pampering bath. So tell us about the pure pampering bath. Oh, absolutely. There's all sorts of, again, different soaps and different things. And you can have your cabin stewardess say, oh, I'd like to, you know, can you prepare a bath for me? And they set it up and they do, you know, candles if you want. They'll do, you know, different, you know, rose petals and incredible bubble baths and all sorts of things. And they take care of it for you. They'll bring you, you know, a nice bottle of champagne. It, it's it's really incredible. It's really lovely and really really high end. And it, it but I mean but it's also just great for you. You know if you just feel like off a whim. Oh, I'm just gonna hop in the tub. There, there's a huge a huge supply of all sorts of fancy soaps and lotions and all sorts of neat things. And you could just decide. You know what? I'm gonna go to bed early and then get get to your you know suite and so I'm gonna take a nice long hot relaxing bath. Maybe reload my book and then you know get up and go watch a movie. It, it's just it's really wonderful and it's relaxing. And you know that brings me to another aspect. We have incredible spas on board the Seaborn ships. Mm-hmm. They are the highest rated spas at sea. And, of course, you can get everything from massages and you get your hair and your nails done. And that was one thing I found was very interesting. The, the hair salon 
was very busy. For a ship that only holds 450 people, almost every day, every time you walk by, there'd be people in there getting their hair done. It was really, it was kind of neat. And the prices were, I thought, very, very reasonable. Uh, but they had all sorts of treatments, and you can do everything from, you know, Botox to, uh, what do they call that, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the mud baths and the masks and all okay. those sorts of things. And we also have, um, it's kind of combined with our spa and wellness center, is the gym and we have the, the gym on the on the um the ships that we have right now it kind of takes up two different rooms and we have one room that's the state-of-the-art equipment which you use in conjunction with an onboard trainer it's um I, and i apologize i don't remember the name of it off the top of my head but it's this big machine that's like made up of pulleys and all sorts of things and you can do all sorts of exercises on it and the people that i, I spoke to on board who did have a chance to do that absolutely loved it and they said it was really neat and very unique and very different i'm kind of old school so i all I did was, you know, walk on the treadmill, and I used the um, the stationary bikes, which they have that on the other side of the room. So they have treadmills, stationary bikes, free weights, and for a small ship, it's really a beautiful, very high-end um, gym area. And there are personal trainer trainers that you can work with one-on-one. They do have some yoga classes. They had some spin classes. So for a small ship, there's still plenty, you know, plenty going on as far as fitness. Now, a new thing that we've added with that, though, is a whole new component. It's a whole new program that we're starting with Dr. Andrew. I, I believe it's Weil is how you pronounce his name. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's, he's um, I didn't know the name off the top of my head, but when I saw a picture of him, you'd, you'd recognize if you saw the picture. He's, he's kind of a larger gentleman. He has a, he has a big, long, white beard. He looks like Santa Claus to me. Oh. is what I how I picture him. And he's been in the wellness industry for many years. He's he's well known, well regarded, highly respected. He's written several books. But he's helping mm-hmm. helping us expand our spa and wellness program um, with, with something that's really the first ever of its kind at sea. It's um, like the daily practice of meditation and yoga and complementary mind and body seminars. And that is one of the new features that we're launching on Seaborn Encore in January of 2017. That's our new that's coming up, but we are expecting this will roll out to the entire fleet as well. There's been a lot of excitement about it, and it's just really taking the spa experience to a whole new level. Almost when you hear about people going away to these spa retreats and meditation and mind and body work is all a big part of it, we want to appeal to that crowd as well. That is awesome, and yeah, I do know the guy, as soon as you said the long white beard, I immediately yes. had his picture in my head, so yes. yeah, and I can't, yeah, I can't think of his last name, but yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. And, uh, yeah, definitely very. So that's going to be awesome to add that to the, to add that to the spa with the wellness and stuff too. Now, um, the fitness. Oh, you're probably talking about the is it the kinesis wall system that you were talking about for the. Exercise? Yes, thank you. That's the word. Thank you. The kinesis wall system. Yes. Yeah. It was a little yep. intimidating to me because I'll be the first to admit I'm not in the best shape. I'm not 25 anymore. But for the people who, yeah, and there were some people that you could tell they, they make it first priority to take good care of themselves, and that you know, good for them. That's that's you know, good on you. But um, mm-hmm. the people who were into it said it's an incredible workout, and like, but you really needed someone unless you had experienced one before. You needed a trainer to work with you to show you how to use the machine. But it was amazing, and there are five or six of them. They're very expensive pieces of equipment, so that's another that shows you that that Seaborn is is committed to having the best of the best and it really was incredible and people loved it yeah it's one of those ones that you can that you do i if i remember correctly um from what i've <clears throat> excuse me from what i've seen in the past with this wall system it's a lot of resistance training so not only yes. are you using your own body weight but you can put the tension on the on the on the lines and the pulleys to help so it feels like you're pulling weights but it's actually resistance that you're using if i remember correctly now, yes. somebody out there probably go, oh, yep, no, she's completely off that, but that's fine. That is what I remember, so that's what I'm putting yeah, out there. That, that's, that's what it looked like, because it's a lot of, like, yeah. um, a lot of, like, pulleys. So, yes, it is definitely resistance yeah. training. Yes. Yeah, I love resistance training. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, let's talk about some of the activities on board um, Seaborn Ship, because I know that you have, um, there's an extensive library on board. You've got the sports deck. You've got the marina. Um and this one just absolutely blows me away every time I see it, and that is the caviar in the surf beach party. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have so many things to tell you about. We could be on this call for three hours, but I know you, you have another appointment. But, yeah, no, let me, yep. yeah, let me try to start with that. The caviar in the surf is unlike anything I've ever experienced on any cruise. We um, actually were supposed to experience this at a private port in the Caribbean when I sailed in December, 
and we couldn't get into the port because the the seas were rough. The weather was beautiful. It was warm and very, very sunny, so it kind of came as a surprise to us. But when we looked overboard, you could see the, the ocean was very choppy, and they said it was just too rough to get into this little bay that we were going to go into. Aww. Now, if it had worked the way it was supposed to, and I'll tell you what they did, which was a, a wonderful fix, and we trust me, we had a wonderful time. But if it had worked as it was supposed to, there are many cruises in warm weather destinations, so whether it's Caribbean or parts of Asia or Mediterranean at the right time of year where we have our own private beach parties. And what the ship does, and we have a whole video on it on our website, on our consumer website. Yeah, the, so video, the video, I'm just like looking at this and I'm going, oh, oh my gosh, this, it's, I would have yeah. to do this. <laughs> it's true, yeah. You can literally Google it. Go to YouTube and just say caviar in the surf on Seabourn, and you'll see it, and it's unbelievable. What the ship will do is get into the port very early, and it's always like a, a little private cove, a little private place. So it's a place where there's no other cruise ships that's completely reserved just for Seabourn. And, you know, while while the passengers are still asleep, the the crew is already at work really, really early in the morning, and they are taking – you know, there are our own lounge chairs and our tables and our dining chairs and our silverware and our linens, and they're setting up this incredible this incredible venue. It's almost like a wedding on the beach mm-hmm. in this incredible remote spot. They bring all the food off the ship, and they prepare it, and they cook it, and they do, they do this incredible beach party. So everything you could want to do on a beach, you have your snorkeling gear, and you have, you know, the kayaks and all sorts of fun things like that. But it's really like it's incredible five-star top-notch dining on this incredible beach day, you know, waiting on you mm-hmm. handed. You have this full bar, anything you could possibly want. And then so when, you know, the, the, the crew gets this in, this whole setup on the island uh, or on this private beach, whatever it may be, and then the passengers start getting up and they'll you know mosey around, have some breakfast, and say, "Oh, let's get on our, our swimsuits and head out to the beach." Then they get off the ship and they see this incredible you know area that is completely done up. It's almost done up like a five star resort, but there's no resort. It's all created and done completely by seaborne staff and crew, which is a feat within itself. And then they get out there and they're you know they're swimming, they're relaxing, they're hanging out. And before you know it, the ships, uh, the, usually the head chef and usually the captain and the hotel director, all the top brass on board the ship will come out in full uniform. They get into the ocean and they literally serve you caviar in the ocean. They have a, a surfboard that they use as as like a table, and they put the beautiful big trays of caviar out there, and they serve you caviar and champagne from the surfboard. So you go out to you know waist waist high in the water, get your champagne, your glass of champagne, and your caviar, and it's absolutely incredible. It's fun. It's a once in a lifetime thing. The pictures that you see of it online are absolutely incredible. You can tell people are having a ball. It's so decadent and so fun, and half the fun is seeing them in their uniforms, waist deep in water, having a ball serving you with a great smile on their face. Now, in, in our case, like I said, we couldn't get into the port of call, so I just assumed it would be canceled. And believe me, we were hanging out by the pool, and there was a wonderful band playing. It was lovely. It was not a hardship at all. But they said, you know mm-hmm. what, we're, we're going to do caviar in the pool. So sure enough, they <laughs> set everything up literally in the pool on the seaborne ship. And it was fun, and we laughed. And I, you know, I was looking around thinking, well, this—if this isn't the life, you know—I don't—I don't know what is. It was really incredible and great fun. And then at the end, we—they we, did that for—I think they served the caviar and champagne from the pool for a little over an hour. And it, and it was, you know, a, a long period of time. Everyone had plenty to eat, and there was other stuff going on as well. But it was fun. They have, I guess, this um, this little fun thing that they do to each other, the staff and crew, is that at the end of it, it's it's someone's job to get a bucket of ice and pour it over the captain's head in the pool <laughs> see if they can get him so by the time he's getting ready to leave he's looking around he's suspicious because he doesn't know where it's going to come from and his goal is to always try to finish the day saying thank you and to you know delicately as possible yeah. get out of the pool without getting dumped on but they got him and ever all the crew members had a good laugh and everything and it's fun the passengers feel like they're part of a family it's almost like a big family outing and a family joke and it's it's really incredible and it's really different and unlike anything else but i i, I could talk about that for a long time but let me let me touch on a couple other things because with the sports deck in the marina, that's another really mm-hmm. cool feature for warm water environments, too. And that almost ties into our Ventures by Seaborne program. And um, the, the marina that we use in the warm weather destinations is, is great. And you can do kayaking and all sorts of snorkeling and all sorts of neat things right from the ship. It's like it unfolds from the back of the ship, and it's very popular. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. And it's just one of those special things. That you, you, you don't get that on a big ship. It's very unique to a small luxury ship, and we, we love it, and our passengers really enjoy it. But with the success of that, we actually wound up – 
really expanding that program into what, what we now call Ventures by Seabourn, which has expanded into our Antarctica um, sailings. We have a really, oh, really awesome. popular destination in Antarctica. And you go off the back of the ship, and you can do these incredible kayak tours and ventures with a, with a uh, very knowledgeable guide. And you can do, you know, the ventures has expanded to now mean hiking through through the, you know, the ice fields and everything, mm-hmm. and the ice caves. It's absolutely incredible. And ventures by Seabourn has been so popular that we've expanded that to other cold water destinations, uh, such as you know Iceland. And uh, we did it for the first season, uh, first time this past season in Iceland. And the pictures are absolutely beautiful. So you can be kayaking right next to these beautiful icebergs and the the ice bits that come out of the ocean. And it's just really breathtaking. The, the Photos are unbelievable. And we're going to expand that into Alaska. So, Because we really think that what we're offering on Seaboard in Alaska is very, very different than what the more mass market cruise lines are offering. And like I said, even our sister company, Holland America Line, offers a wonderful product in Alaska. But this is just something very different. It's apples and oranges. And for the right person, a seaborne trip to Alaska is going to be perfect. It's, you're going to places that are off the beaten path. That all the sailings are a little bit longer. They're 14 days and longer. And they, um, there's going to be a lot more of, a, of an emphasis and an opportunity, I should say, for adventures and for you know doing these kayaking tours. And it's nice because if you're not sure, um, you know how much energy you have in you. Like if you think, gee, if I sign up for this, do I have to go kayaking with a group for six hours and try to keep up with them? What if I can't keep up? Because I would be worried about that. And the truth is, it's all custom. So if you are, you know, if you do it and you try it for 20 or 30 minutes, you have a guide with you and say, you know what, I'm pooped. I really want to turn back, and this isn't for me. They're going to say absolutely as you wish, and they're going to help you get back to the ship, and you're going to be fine and do whatever you want. Um, conversely, there's so many guides and experts on board, board that if this is your passion and you really want to spend a full day and have an incredible tour and you, you know be almost like receive a lecture while you're doing it from an expert in that field, you're going to have an amazing day and an amazing adventure. So it's really something neat and unique and very very different. That um, again and again, I hate to keep referring back to the website, but we have a great video about Ventures by Seaborn because it's only a, this program is only a couple of years old and it's been very very popular for us. So that's another unique uh, part of Outside Adventures. Now, the other thing you touched on was our library, and we do have an extensive library on board, but Further to that, what we have is a great libraries. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and and we do have a wonderful library. But I I think of this along the same lines. We have incredible guest lecturers, and we have um, now we have guest lecturers on every single sailing. Of you know, these people are different experts on all sorts of different fields. But the big ones we have, we we have a name for them. We call them Seaborne Conversations, and the list for next year's for the calendar year 2017 of 2017 guests for the Seaborne Conversations was just printed. It's up on our website, and I apologize, I don't have it in front of me, but I can tell you from memory, different people that we've had in the past that have been really, really uh, wonderful are people like Steve Wozniak, who is the Apple, co- uh, Apple co-founder, mm-hmm. um, Tony Mendez, who was the ex-CIA operative that they based the movie Argo on, um, yep. John Landau, who's an Academy Award-winning producer, Dan Rather, who obviously is a yep. you know a news, news newsman guy. and he's been around forever. And what what I find is interesting about this is you know, they come on board not just to lecture but to really become a part of the cruise experience for our guests. And it's kind of like an unwritten rule that if you come on board, we we hope you'll be social with our passengers and truly socialize with them. And that's, that's truly what happens. I was at a cruise night and I met a couple that happened to be on the Seaborn Sailing with Dan Rather. And they said he was fascinating, that hearing his, his experiences and chatting with him, not only was his lecture really interesting to attend, but they said he was just a, just a warm, friendly, kind person, and he enjoyed being there, and he enjoyed just being one of the, one of the passengers on board, but he was also mm-hmm. very approachable and friendly, and that's, that's kind of the deal. The people that we invite to be on board are people that we set the expectation, like, we want you to be there and really become part of the family for this experience, and, and they do so, and they love it, and, and most of them do, do come back, and I think it's nice for them because it's not so intimidating. It's not one of these big ships with 6,000 people where yeah. you feel like you can't relax and enjoy yourself. It's a small ship. And, you know, the seaborne passengers are, are usually very interesting, entrepreneurial, successful, exciting people in their own right. So it's a mm-hmm. good fit, and it's a good match, and that's something that's been, um, that we're very well known for, and it's been really successful for us as well. And then on top of that, we also have a great relationship with uh, UNESCO, and uh, UNESCO is a, they um, they kind of sponsor the World Heritage Sites around the world, and their job is to 
they, they take uh, great pride in taking care of these. So we are a proud sponsor of UNESCO, and they're truly a partner of ours in that they have their guest lecturers come on board and talk about you know, different attractions all around the world. And as part of us being a sponsor and contributing to them, we know we're contributing to the safety of these you know, incredible historical sites and, and the safety of them and, and keeping them safe and clean and in, in, in good shape so that mm-hmm. we can learn from that history and that our passengers can visit them in, you know, for many, many years to come. And part of that partnership is that in certain ports all around the world, we'll have private tours of these places that we can get into nice. with just our group, either like before the, the museums open or the, the, the attraction opens or, or after it's closed at night. Um, at, the, uh, at the ruins in Greece, uh, we'll have a nighttime private concert. And again, they'll bring the, the, the tables and the chairs and linens and caviar and champagne right off the ship. And then we'll bring our chamber orchestra. And they'll be playing in, in the ruins with this beautiful, as the sun is setting behind you and you're being served incredible food and wine. It's really, really incredible and unique and special and something that you can only get with Seaborn. That is awesome. I mean, that just gave me chills. Doing oh, the, yeah. The night it's, concert at, at the ruins in Greece. I mean, that just gave me chills. Yeah, oh. no, it, and that's just one example. There are there are so many, too many to count. I mean, I think there are several hundred world uh, world heritage sites that UNESCO has de- de- designated as world heritage sites. We go to, I think, 80% of them, and probably 50% of them, we have our own private special tours that we do, or special ways so that you can see it in a way with Seaborne that you wouldn't be able to just as a regular tourist. So that's another added value. When you talk about the price of a seaborne vacation. It's its easy to, to look at it quickly and, and perhaps get a bit of sticker shock, but the truth is what you're paying for is the best of the best, an incredible, an incredible uh, value because you will get the best food, the best service, um, absolutely, you know, the, the, the best access to the best tourist attractions, um, transportation, everything, every little th- detail is thought of for our guests. And speaking of food, because this is a big thing that I didn't really talk about on board. Yeah, let me. I was about to go. Let's, yeah. let's talk about food and the association that you guys have. Yes. Excuse me. With, well, we um, with have Kala. Yeah, we have a wonderful partnership with Chef Thomas Keller. And for those of you who are not familiar with him, he is a three-star Michelin-rated chef. And if you don't know his name, you may know his restaurant in Napa Valley called The French Laundry. It's one of the highest-regarded restaurants, I was going to say in the States, but really in the world. It's very, very highly regarded. To get into that restaurant can take you know six to eight months of being on a waiting list. So it's he's in incredible demand, and he's an incredibly popular and and wonderful chef, and our new partnership with him ensures that we have a Chef Thomas Keller restaurant. It's going to be called The Grill by Thomas Keller on board all of our ships. It's um, We started it on the Seaborn Quest, and we have expanded it to our other ships, and uh, it's, it's a completely redesigned private dining room. Now, this is in addition to our three other dining venues on board, so there's still plenty of different types of food. Some are more formal, some are more casual. Now, Thomas Keller, I would say, is probably, that's the, that's the really special, unique um, restaurant on board. And mm-hmm. the way he serves his food and, and, and creates his menus, it's very different. There are several courses. There are usually seven to eight courses. And they're all very unique. He puts together um, you know, d- different foods that you wouldn't normally expect to go together but wind up really complementing each other. And very, very different. Um, I, did, I was lucky enough to dine in his re- restaurant two nights on board the ship, and the food was absolutely incredible and unlike anything I'd ever had. I'm a vegetarian, so I didn't know if it would be you know, hard for them to accommodate me. It was not hard at all. They came up with some incredible dishes that were wonderful and unusual and incredibly tasty. And um, it, it's been really a game changer for us. And what it's meant to us is that, first of all, the nice thing is that Thomas Keller is, he's very particular. And he, he is um, almost like a control freak in that he wants to make sure his food is being prepared exactly as he personally would prepare it and served in the right way, in the right setting, that the dish you know, looks a certain way. He's a real perfectionist. So what he does, in addition to sailing with us very frequently, I'm talking you know 10 to 12 times a year, so this is not a partnership mm-hmm. in name. It's not like he's branding us. This is truly something he feels strongly about in the partnership where he wants to make sure that we are maintaining his good name. And so he's very um, bullish about the quality to make sure it's exactly as he wants it. 
so much so that what we've done is he's taken our seaborne chefs and they all have to complete a training course. If they're going to work in his restaurant on board our ships, they have to go to his Los Angeles training facility and be trained as if they were wow. going to go work in his restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and you know, and they need, that's something they need, need to do. They don't just do that once. They're going to have to do that on a regular basis to make sure if he changes something or if he has new additions that they learn how to present it, how to prepare it exactly as he would fr- from him, from the master chef himself. So it's a program that um, is it's really, really a lot of thought and care, and and a, you know, really serious selection went into asking him to partner with us on this, and it is truly a partnership. And so for your people who are real foodies and who like fine dining, um, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's if we're talking, you know, fancy food or just a Caesar salad or an ice cream sundae. He does it all, and it's incredible. It's incredible. So he he's a big part of the dining experience. But like I said, it's important to know that it's not all formal dining rooms. If you want to just go mm-hmm. get um, a grilled cheese sandwich and, and some soup for dinner one night, you can absolutely do that. We have our formal dining room, which there's no set times. It's not like there's early or late dining. You just go whenever you feel like it. If you want a table for two one night, that's fine. If on another night you want to go to a completely different time and say, oh, you can seat us with other folks if there's anyone, you know, they might see, yep. seat you at a table for ten. And it's really kind of nice. So depending on, like you were saying, some people are extroverted, some people are introverted. Sometimes it depends on the day and if you feel like, you know, making new friends. And if you can, you, if you want to, you certainly can. Um, the more casual restaurant is, um, is is the colonnade. And what I love about that is that there's indoor dining and outdoor dining. And there is a set menu, but what's nice is there's also like a little, like a mini buffet area. So they have a few different specialties that they're going to make every single day. But you can, of course, you know, you can check it out and say, mm, that looks good, or mm, no, I think I'm just going to order off the menu. And what I found amazing is that literally whatever you were in the mood for, if it wasn't on a menu, they would make it for you. And I mean literally. <laughs> there was one night I just was in the mood for spaghetti. And I said, can I just get a plate of spaghetti? Now, of course, that's an easy thing to make, but he said, absolutely. But, the, you know, the service level is that whatever the guests want, we will make it for them. And they are equipped and prepared for any request you can imagine. And um, so the dining is a really, really big part of what makes Seaborn special. And we get some of the highest marks on our dining. Oh, I can't wait to get on board because I have certain foods that I'm allergic to, dairy being one of them. Um, and so when it comes to um, to desserts and stuff, I love my chocolate. I am a huge chocoholic. And I was on one cruise ship one time, and it wasn't with Seaborn, but I was on there and they made this chocolate cake. And I said, is there any way you can get your chef to make me a chocolate cake that has no that is gluten free, dairy free, soy free, and no nuts. Yeah. And those are like, let's see what we can do. They came out the next night with this most amazing mousse like thing that was so chocolatey. It satisfied my chocolate craving for the day. Oh, and, that's um, wonderful. Yeah, but I said to them, I says I want this every night with whatever the sorbet of the day is, or sherbet, Ooh. whichever the ones that doesn't have dairy in it, um, yeah. and fresh berry and whatever the fresh fruit is of the day. On top, I want it every night, and that, and that's what I got every night. So, going there with, um, with my food allergies and stuff, I'm always curious to see how they, um, what sort of dishes they come up with. Oh yeah, I, to- I, yeah. And Seaborn is so, you know, the chefs are so geared to you know doing whatever, whatever anyone possibly wants to make them happy. So if you have special needs like that or just, you know, certain things that you like and certain mm-hmm. things you don't like, literally you can tell them anything and they they will absolutely take great care of you and make sure that not only do you, you know, have something to eat, but it's going to be wonderful. You know, they really go above and beyond. So I'm sure on Seaborn we can get you a wonderful chocolate cake that's gluten-free and dairy-free <laughs> and is going to and be delicious, <laughs> absolutely delicious and nut-free, but not taste-free. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you, that, that thing was cho- – I mean, somebody um, – oh, my husband was eating something the other night, and he goes, he says, man, there's a lot of chocolate in this. And I'm like, really? I'm like, let me have a taste. <laughs> and, he just, and he says, he says it's, too much, it's too much chocolate. And I say, oh, you can never have enough too, too much chocolate. And oh, yeah, I what does that mean? I've never heard of that. <laughs> I have yet to come, and I like the darker chocolate too. Mm-hmm. I have yet to come across a chocolate dessert that is too chocolatey. Everybody else mm-hmm. will go, oh, this is too chocolatey. And I'm like, no, this is fine. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I'm like, it. Like, how could you eat that? It's too much chocolate. I'm like, there's no such thing as too much chocolate. Obviously, for some people there is, but that's okay. No, so, for me, yeah, I, I mean, I was, 
<laughs> I was looking at some of the pictures that they have of the food, and literally, I was just salivating. The, I mean, the presentation is is just incredible. And when you're talking about um, what Chef Thomas does with the chefs and training them, I thought I can completely understand why he is that way. He's a three-star Michelin chef. You've yeah. got to maintain a certain standard to maintain that that rating. So I can yeah. totally get where he's coming from as to how he wants to have the control of his food as though he himself is preparing. Totally get that. And that then means, too, that when you're dining in those restaurants, it's almost as though he is preparing it for you himself, which yeah, gives absolutely. you that um, experience. So that is just awesome. So now let's talk about some of the other restaurants on board because you have the restaurant, which is the main dining area. Yes, and that's the one that I was talking about that you can go anytime you want. It's open from, mm -hmm. like, I think 5 to 10 p.m. or something, and you can sit wherever you like. And every night it's a different a different menu, and you have different options. There's an optional formal night where some people will really get decked out, but um, you, you just you see a mix. You see a mix of everything, and that usually the menu is a little bit more upgraded and fancy that night. But it's wonderful every night. It really is. And another thing that's important to note is that we have a really nice, extensive wine list on Seabourn, and a lot of Thought and care goes into what wineries we partner with there, too. And um, in both restaurants, both the Thomas Keller restaurants and our restaurants that we have on board, um, there's always suggested wine pairings, which are very clearly you know, laid out on the menu. Mm -hmm. But if you're not sure and you have questions, our, you know, our, our wine experts and our, um, I can't think of the word, the uh, sommeliers. The, Thank you. That was the word I couldn't think of. The sommeliers on board will work with you, and they're you know they're they're really knowledgeable. They'll say, well, do you like a sweeter or more dry? And they'll they'll ask you the right questions to make sure they make a, a good recommendation for you. And what's nice is that this is all included in the cost of the cruise. Really nice fine wines. Now, of course, for our people who are true wine experts and who want to go with a with a very expensive bottle of wine, we do have some that are not included complimentary that are on our specialty menu that you can purchase. And for the right person, it's worth it for them to buy that. $200 bottle of wine. But for most of mm -hmm. our guests, they'll go with, you know, the, we, we definitely serve on a regular basis really nice, fine wines. And we've made a point to really upgrade our wine selection over the last couple of years to make sure it is, it is you know, it, it is, it, it's a really strong offering. And um, so that, that's another part of the dining experience. And then, so there's the, the main dining room, and then there's also the colonnade, which is the more casual one, which I yep. loved. And then there's the grill, which is, um, and I apologize, I don't think it's technically called the grill, but it's out by the, by, by the pool deck. And on a nice, beautiful summer's day, just you can go there and you can get a nice salad, you can get some nice light foods, wonderful, wonderful fresh fruit all the time. You can get just something simple, like I was saying, like a, like like a grilled cheese or a panini or, you know, you can get some, some homemade pizza that's delicious and fresh. Um, so, it, you know, it's not all formal and it's not all fancy all the time. It can be, you know, casual and whatever you feel most comfortable with and whatever interests you the most. And there's truly something for everyone. And then, of course, on top of that, you have room service, which is anything mm -hmm. you can get at any of the restaurants on board the ship can be room service. You can have a Thomas Keller dinner course by course, all seven courses brought to you, you know, in your, your suite. Course, course, one course I would be rolling around on the floor with a stomachache after the yeah. third one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what? I, I joke that it's small food. Like, like they, you know, what I mean, it's all. Um, there's so many courses because they're they're very small plates, and and um, they're you know, it, and they it. they time it perfectly. So they, he has this down to a science. This is how he does his thing, and it's really unique and really different and just wonderful. The pairings, the food that he puts together, like he puts fruit in almost everything in one way or another, things that you wouldn't expect to see fruit with. And it was, I, where I'm a vegetarian, I loved it. I absolutely loved that part of it. But really oh, him and I will sauces. get along great then. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and, like, different sauces and unique flavors and combining things that you wouldn't put together, really special, really, really great. Yeah, I love putting, um, now I know that you're a vegetarian, so please excuse me about talking about meat. But no, when I'm no, doing meat fine. dishes and stuff, I love to have fruit with it because there's certain fruit that just go really well with the meat. Yes, You've got that yes. savoriness of the meat, and sometimes you just need a little bit of sweetness in there, and the fruit provides that perfect complement to it to give it just that, that little lift that it needs. Um, so right. I totally get the thing of putting fruit with um, where you wouldn't normally put fruit. I have done it for years. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I will make... My husband will tell you, I make these weird sandwiches. I'll take, like, cold meats and salads, um, put them on my gluten-free bread, and then I will slice up, like, an apple or kiwi fruit or a peach or a nectarine or something and put it in the sandwich with all of those vegetables and meat. 
Oh, and that it's sounds my wonderful. Sandwich. Yeah, no, yeah, that sounds so, wonderful. So I am constantly putting, and even when I'm cooking chicken or something, you know, chicken I um, put with either apricots or pineapple or, you know, I'm mm-hmm. always cook, using different um, fruits and stuff to cook my meats with. Oh, that's wonderful. So totally, oh, yeah, you, you would love his stuff. It's very different. It's very, very good, very unique. Yeah. So this sounds like a really good... Now, you keep talking every now and again about casual and formal and all that. So what is the dress code on board Seaborn? Because we've been talking about how luxurious it is, and people are probably thinking, oh, they're all going to be dressed up to the nines all the time. They're going to be doing suits for dinner. Oh, my gosh, it's just... It's just it's yeah, it's not, formal it's not that formal. No, it's, and it's not like that. It's not... Like I, um, I like you know picture formalites to go back to like the love boat where all the women are in long beaded gowns and the men have tuxedos and you're not going to find that for the most part on Seaborn. I would call it more country club casual. So like even on formal night, you know some men did wear full suits, but in most cases the men would wear um, like a dress shirt and you know nice you know, black pants and, and a blazer of some sort. And the women, women, it's different. Like they wear a little bit of everything. Some women were really decked out. A lot of women said, you know, fancy high heels and beautiful sundresses and shawls and wraps and things like that. So it's it's a little bit of everything. During the day, completely casual, completely casual. It, it really is very, very relaxed. Um, it's, you know, it, 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 and the part, part of that is that the crowd that we attract at Seaborn, there's really two different distinct markets. There's the affluent, which is, you know, the people mm-hmm. that either come from money or they've always had money or they're older and they're successful business people and they want the best of the best. They they like that, um, they like the status that saying they've sailed on Seaborn and that they only sail on Seaborn allows them, you know what I mean? And that's a certain type of yep. person. But um, the next, the, the biggest growing market for Seaborn passengers, what we've seen is we call them the Henrys and they're, that stands for high earners, not rich yet. And that's the people, like, when I think of who would that be, that's people like these 30- and 40-year-old young guys who, like the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world or whatever, who are millionaires who still wear jeans and sneakers and everything. And there's a, yep. and they're very entrepreneurial, very educated, very interesting. And they, they love Seaborn because they like the exclusivity it gives them. They like that it gets them into mm-hmm. places in, around the world that are very hard to get to in luxury, and they can do it that way. They, they can also be very relaxed and very comfortable. So Seaborn is not stuffy at all. It really isn't. Those optional formal nights, on uh, they usually have one every seven nights. So if you're on a 14-night sailing, there will be two optional dress-up nights. And all it means is if you choose not to get too decked out, you just eat at one of the less, you know, at, at the colonnade or room service or at the mm-hmm. grill, and you eat some, somewhere more casual so you don't have to get, you know, wear, wear a jacket and tie or whatever. So um, it, it's definitely casual, and the atmosphere is very friendly, very relaxed, and um it's nice because people are, you know, you know, you meet a lot of people who are doctors and a lot of lawyers and a lot of people who are authors, and it's an interesting group of people. They're they're very, um, you know, they seem to be well educated and well traveled, and they appreciate the finer things in life. And you know, it, it's, um, but it's still, like I said, it's not it's not stuffy, and that's what I think mm-hmm. it, it draws people to it. It's still very cozy and quaint because of the size. They like that the ships are so so small that it really does feel like you're traveling on the private yacht of a friend. That is awesome. I love that private yacht, that yes. private yacht feel. Um, it's because, you know, sometimes you can get lost in the in the larger ships where there's over 3,000 people on board a ship or even over 2,000 on a board a ship. You can yes. get lost in those crowds. And yes. you can, you know, you can be surrounded by people, you feel very much alone. And, it's, and if you're doing the open dining that some of the cruise ships are moving towards now, where they have that option, you go in there and it's sort of like, you don't feel like you can sit at a table full of strangers. Unless right, they're exactly. assigned to you like in the traditional dining. But right. on something like that small and intimate like the Seaborn where you only have four hundred and fifty passengers on board the ship, then that gives you a different um a different feel because you have that camaraderie feel and you're with you with like type of you know, with people with similar interests. Exactly. And a very eclectic, a very eclectic mix as well. I mean, exactly. you've got authors and doctors and lawyers and stuff, very different very different professions, but still they're people that, that love to travel. You've got that in right. common as that, as that travel thing, and you can sit there and, and probably talk travel for hours 
and hear those different stories and things, and that's what I love to do. I love to listen to people's troubles. Yeah, <laughs> actually, this, this is interesting. The night that I sailed, the, our, the literally the day that we sailed from Martinique, it was it was literally a year ago tomorrow because I remember it was my birthday. So it, we, it was December ninth last year. Your birthday tomorrow? It sure is. Yep, forty seven. <laughs> but um, no, the night. Are you we freaking having, kidding me? Yeah. Why is yours too? <laughs> yeah, I'm fifty tomorrow. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> what are the odds of that? Oh my gosh! No wonder we're best friends. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That is such a small world. Oh my God, Helen, that is so funny. Well, well, so listen. So, so we were having dinner, and they made an announcement. And I have to tell you, on Seaborn, there's there's never like announcements, like unless it's like you know the, the very first thing they have to do, like any cruise, is do the the safe uh, the safety drill, which every cruise line is yep. required by law to do that. But really, it's it, there's not like announcements. Oh, bingo here at this time or whatever. It's very low key, and we do have fun games and different things going on, but they don't do announcements. So when they came over at, during dinner, I thought that's unusual. And he said, I apologize for the interruption. We do have a medical emergency. If there's anyone, any of our guests who are willing to help out a fellow passenger, we're looking for, um, they had to do a blood transfusion. And they were looking for a very specific blood type. And I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. It was O, I think, or something. Something that was unusual. And they asked if anyone would volunteer. And I watched and I saw, I mean, in our dining room of, you know, probably at that point there were a couple hundred people in the dining room. I watched and I saw about, it had to be 40 or 50 people, you know, you know, politely get up and excuse themselves and go down to the medical center to try to help out. And the next day I asked the hotel manager, I said, is that passenger okay? And he said, yes, she's fine. And I don't, I apologize, I don't remember the details of what they had, but they were okay. But he said it was overwhelming. We had 100, so out of 458 people on that ship, 100 passengers, guests, went down to offer their blood to see if they would be com- wow. compatible. Even some people who didn't have the blood type, they said they said they went down and said, "I'm not sure. Can you test me? You know what I mean? Can, and, and I'd be glad yeah. to help out." And out of that hundred people, twenty of them were doctors who offered to help in any way that they could. So I thought awesome. it, it, it was very interesting. It showed that you know it was fascinating that there were so many doctors on board. There were probably even more than that. And it, but that everyone was so willing to help out. And luckily, this passenger um, wound up being being okay. There was a medical situation. She did get off the ship at the next port of call and fly home. And she but she was she was going to be okay she was stable and she was expected to be fine but um it you know it it just paints a picture of the type of people that were on that ship and i i was very impressed and i thought that you know how giving yeah everyone just dropped what they were doing said how can i help yeah that's what that's what i find um is that there is a group of people out there that are a very giving type of people yeah um and i mean i just I love hearing stories like that. They just, they just um, give me, you know, give me those little chills, those little goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, it reminds you that you know people are people are inherently good and they want to help and they want to yep. you know look out for each other. And um, it it was it was really nice. It was sad that something bad had happened, but at the end of the day, it, it, it had a happy ending. This lady was going to be fine, and it was it was really um, inspiring how many people wanted to help her. That is awesome. I love that. Okay, so we've got about 10 minutes left. So okay. let's quickly cover the brand spanking new Seaborn Encore, which um, is now out sailing, correct? Or about to start sailing? Yes. And it's a naming ceremony in January. Exactly. The the official inaugural voyage will be on January 7th of 2017. It'll be christened on the 7th, and it'll be sailing from Singapore to Bali. And um, her her winter itinerary for 2017 will be Australia, New Zealand, Asia, yes. India, and Arabia. I know it's your your sweet spot, your your specialty. <laughs> so these are going to be absolutely incredible sailings. Um, I've I've never cruised in or out of Dubai, but um, the 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 initial sailing um, that departed December fourth, it was from Athens to Dubai, and the feedback we're getting from people that is that it's just incredible. And then she's going from Dubai to Singapore before that that formal mm-hmm. um, official christening ceremony. So the the ship is absolutely. And who is the godmother? Oh, the. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> it's um, uh, the singer, the beautiful, beautiful singer Sarah Brightman. That is awesome. Yes, and for those that don't um, know Sarah Brightman, she was the original, um, oh, now I can't even think of the character. Phantom of the Opera, was it? Phantom of the Opera. Yes, and she yes, was, yes, yes. And she was the original, was it Christine? I'm trying to yes. think of the character's name. Yes, yes, yes the original Christine. Christine and the original Phantom of the Opera. 
But um, Lindsay Andrew Lloyd Webber, when he bought that musical out. So for those that don't know, that's who she is. Yeah, um, and if you saw a picture awesome. where you recognize her, because she's beautiful and it's and she's yep. very elegant and timeless and classic, and she's a perfect fit to be a seaborn godmother. So we're we're really really excited about that as well. And um, the ship is really, it's almost identical to to the three ships that we have sailing. Like I said, because we get such positive feedback for the layout, people like like the layout they like that they know and so whether they go for on the quest of the sojourn they know that it's pretty much identical there might be a couple little changes or, or slight mm-hmm. uh, you know unique places but for the most part the layout of the ship and design is is identical so they like knowing exactly if i'm on the ship it's just like the last one i was on and i know exactly where to go to get to the spa or i know exactly where the the front office is or seaborne square or whatever so the 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 biggest changes that are new to the encore which we're really excited about is that we added one extra whole deck so that's really the, the the difference in making it that much larger for another hundred passengers so it's still only 600 passengers which in the big scheme of things is still a very very small luxury cruise liner mm-hmm. um the the ship itself is is basically taller not longer or wider if that if that helps kind of break yep. it down so that's you know the design is very very similar what we have decided to do though is add um first of all in the extra deck we've made sure that on Encore, every single suite has a private veranda. So even though on our other ships yes. there are a handful of suites that don't have a veranda, and I happened to sail on one, and I'll be honest with you, it was fine. It was lovely. It, it didn't it didn't bother me at all. But we felt going forward to be a true luxury product, it has to be 100% verandas. So we're doing that with the Encore. And we also have a new ship, the Ovation, which is going to be identical to the Encore coming out in 2018. So we're really excited. There's a lot of growth in this market, in the luxury market, and a lot of growth coming for Seaborn, which we're excited about. We've also added a unique additional area on board the the very top kind of the center of the ship so in in the middle center part there's a there, there's of course the the pool which is beautiful and, and spacious and very comfortable but there's kind of like an upper deck where there's another separate middle spot that's kind of um on the other ships it's not being used for much there's there's a lot of like you know, lounge chairs and everything and extra towels mm-hmm. and wonderful bar service, which is great. But on the Encore, they decided to make that something special. And so they've called it the Retreat. And it's nice in that it's a great place to lay out. There's a jacuzzi. It's not an additional pool, but a nice, uh, large, oversized jacuzzi. And it features 15 cabanas. And these can be rented on um, sea days or port days. It's a little less expensive for a port day, but you can rent your own private cabana. So if you want true, true privacy and, and you know, luxury, you can absolutely do that. We'll also have spa services. So if you wanted to rent a private cabana and have someone come up and give you a massage, it's completely you know separated. So it's completely exclusive, completely private. You can do that. Um, in this area, there's also um, premium champagnes and premium wines. So that's included. And when you pay for that private cabana rental, you, you part of the deal is you're getting you know the upgraded champagnes and wines. You get unlimited caviar service. Now, you can get that anywhere on the ship, but it's just going to be overflowing there, which is kind of fun and kind of neat. <laughs> um, you get nice cold towels. So walk around handing out nice cool you know, towels. So if it's a hot day and you want to you know, blotch your little forehead, you'll be you know, really weighted on hand and foot. It's really nice. And it's, it's, um, it's not completely open air, so the sun isn't going to be too overwhelming. It has these beautiful fans um, and beautiful, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, like it's kind of like a one big oversized umbrella. So, so it'll okay. be like part sun, part shade. So it's meant to be a place that should be comfortable in some sun, but not overwhelming sun. If you're not, you know, if you can't take full full sun. It's like when I was 18, I used to love to lay on the beach all day and. Now, as I get older, I can't I can't be in the full sun for hours at a time like I used to. So that's why this is a perfect combination, and it's going to be, like I said, full service. People continuously walking around saying, can I get you anything? Um, we'll have our, our massage moments, which is where, and we do this all around the ship, actually, on all of our ships, where we'll have the massage crew and staff. Just, you know, if it's a sea day and people are on the ship, they might walk around the pool and say, oh, can I give you a quick shoulder massage? Would you enjoy that? You know, it's complimentary, and they'll say, sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we call that like a seaborne moment. That's something that's special. Yep. It feels wonderful. It's a treat, and it's unique to to Seaborn. You you can't get that anywhere else. So that's something that's new. But aside from that, the the ship is going to be beautiful, and it's going to boast all these great programs. 
um, that we're excited about. Again, the partner, partnership with Chef Thomas Keller. His restaurant is going to be, of course, you know, one of the big selling features of this ship as well. The spa treatments and the the new and enhanced spa program with Andrew Wheel. Um, you know, the Encore coming out was one of the reasons we wanted to say, okay, we're going to have this great spa that we've had on all of our ships. How can we make it even better? And so, wow. you know, that was the impetus for us starting this connection with him, and it sounded so good and relatively easy to implement. They said, let's do this fleet-wide. So, you know, it's it's been a really exciting time, and, and the ship will be brand new and beautiful, and we're we're just we're really excited about it. And uh, the nice thing is the the projected growth in the luxury market is is booming is booming. Like when you look at the statistics of people who are going into that that income bracket and the people who mm-hmm. really are looking for something special. And what's nice about Seaborn Helen is that. It's so unique and it's so different that this appeals to some people that may say, oh, I don't want to go on a cruise. Like they, they may have a picture of cruising as like you, know, you and I were joking about, like the five and 6,000 passenger big, yep. big ships. And they think, oh, that sounds like a big cattle call. I'd hate that. And I can understand that because it's not for everyone. But for the person who wants to travel in true luxury and to see parts of the world that are really hard to get to any other way or maybe that are – that are harder to get to and, and don't have a lot of luxury hotels or properties to, to stay at once you get there, this is a perfect way to combine the best of both worlds. True luxury accommodations, the finest of everything, going to the most unique and special and incredible ports of call all around the world. Love That was a great way to finish that, that off. That was just perfect. Um, so I don't have anything to add. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't no, that's great. I have any questions or anything. Um, but I just want to say, Jackie, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. I truly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to um, be on the show. And if anybody wants to know more about Seaborn and about how you can get on one of these incredible ships, and they truly are incredible ships, um, then please just go to connectwithhelen.com, and there you, it drops you straight into my calendar. You can pick an available time that works best for you where we can get on the phone and we can have a chat. So, Jackie, thank you so much for being thank on our Thank you, today. Helen. I truly appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. And happy birthday. <laughs> and to you, too. Oh, my gosh. Right. I cannot believe it. Okay. Well, you <laughs> take care. Okay. And to everybody else, hey, Conera. <laughs>